Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to episode nine, Sam. Crikey, is it really already? Yeah. It's gone quickly, but it feels a long time, doesn't it? It does, it yeah. It was a long time ago we started this. It was a long time ago, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to this last month? Oh, well, as you know, I've been trying to write down the measly amount that I've been up to. It seems like a very long time this month. Yeah, I thought that. It was like a very long month. I yeah. think we recorded a little bit of maybe a week earlier than normal, and it's been kind of a long month anyway. So. It feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's been about six weeks, to be fair. And I'm absolutely pants at writing stuff down that I actually do. <laughs> so so then I come to the point where I was like, I don't know. So I bought up my lovely medal. That's oh, yes. um, the beginning of September. Yes, we are in October, aren't we now? Yeah. So beginning of September, my friend said to me, shall we shall we do this race at your pace thing? And uh, I'm like, yeah, okay. And they do it by miles. So okay. you can choose how many miles you want to do in the month. Okay. Not in one day. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, when I said it, I was like, what did you say, one day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I should suggest that. I should have done, I should It would have been impressive, wouldn't it? So we signed it and she said, Shall we do 35 miles? 35 miles? You're nutter. And uh, so then I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? The words have left your mouth before you knew what you They do give the option the near the end of the month that you can change it. Okay. But it's like a failure, isn't it? If you yeah, if, yeah. You're gonna, if you're going to change it up... That's good. Yeah. But you don't want to change it down. And so the next one down would have been 25 miles. Oh, that's quite a big drop. That is quite a big drop. But the next one up from 35 miles is 50 miles. Okay. So, yeah. So we opted to do 35 miles. Yeah. Um, you were doing five-mile runs anyway, weren't you? So that's not... Well, yeah, just done 8K is five miles, I believe. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So, so I was... Yes. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, something like 50... 6k I think or something is uh, 35 miles I could be wrong completely I don't know so yeah I just carried on going out every other day but then as it got later in the month and the weather gets worse and you're less likely to want to go out it became a lot harder yeah so yeah there was the Sunday I think it was last Sunday the last Sunday of the month anyway um I had two miles left to do and it was such an effort to go out and do that two miles. The weather has been rubbish this last week. Like yesterday, it has. well, Saturday, wasn't it? It rained for literally the entire day. Yes. And it was torrential for most of it. Yes, yes. I mean, fortunately, it wasn't like that. But I went out and because I knew that I had to do two miles, mm. I was constantly looking at my phone going, how far have I gone? How far have I gone? <laughs> yeah, can I, can I stop yeah. it? <laughs> but then I got to the point where I was paranoid that I hadn't done enough because I was like, <laughs> this is going to be the only time that I'm going out to do this to finish it because I'm not going back. So I ended up doing 5K <laughs> instead of actually only doing two miles. And, and I think that's, uh, I don't know, two and a half miles or something. Okay. But it was over and above. So in the end, I submitted the completed thing of how many miles I did. And it was 35, this is going to annoy me, 35.99 miles <laughs> I did shoot me down so so yeah so they've sent me a lovely medal and i got a certificate Aww. and and i got a, a top oh. and yes it's all very lovely very uh however i haven't run long. <laughs> 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 well last week was just chucking it down so much yeah that very, i just very rainy yeah that i just stopped the nice things that i've done this month because <laughs> it's been a bit of a bit of a rubbish old month for yes. us but the nice things that um, I've done this month is I've managed to do a dummy, a two-tiered dummy. Yes, you sent um, a picture. It's very I nice. did, yeah. So I'm kind of saving up lots you. of pictures. Yes, my new stand that I got. Thanks, yeah. Bramble Sky. So I made an English rose that I've not done before, but I really enjoyed doing that. Just made some filler flowers and some lovely cherry blossom. So that's a different cake. 
Yeah. I've got about three ideas on the go at the same time. Okay. Which I suppose for me is quite good because I focus on one thing mm. and then I get bored and I move on to something else. Okay, yeah, you've so got a lot of variety to like move around <laughs> so, a bit. So hopefully I can move from one to another. <laughs> I did go and visit a lovely friend of mine who has redone her garage into a cake studio. Oh. And so she's going to do, well, hopefully once COVID yeah does a runner some nice teaching and stuff mm. in there yeah that looks quite nice it's it nice to get out and to see kind of normal people yeah i mean it's nice that the kids are back at school i get time a in the day <laughs> <laughs> which you know i'd like to say that but my daughter's gone into sixth form okay and what is the Never point she's <laughs> no no she's a yeah i'm only got to go in at lunchtime oh i'll be back after lunch I'm, go to school please <laughs> <laughs> leave <Yeah. laughs> So, so yeah and now because uh, unfortunately my husband was made redundant this month so he's doing some freelance stuff okay. but he's also around yeah from home this this is just not <laughs> you've traded the kids for your husband I, know, I i just you know when you just kind of face just go out mm-hmm. actually he did bless him he went to the park one day to walk around <laughs> <laughs> she needs some time by herself yeah. going out <laughs> i'd spent the whole of lockdown Looking forward to September yeah. when he goes to work and the kids go to school. It's not happened. It's not, it's not worked. Oh. So, you know, onwards and upwards. Yeah. I keep trying. But you sound like you've been doing a lot more exciting things. Well, like we said, it's been a long time and I've got this massive list. And I'm like, surely some of this happened last month, but I don't think it did. I'll let you know. Yeah, so I might be repeating. Well, I've looked through my little book where I tend to note it down because I've got to do it for the show notes and there's some of this in there. So <laughs> I did stand-up paddleboarding in Richmond. Oh, wow. That was fun. So that was kind of on the Thames down yeah. to, I think, sort of Ham kind of way and then back up again. Wow. It was good fun. I wasn't expecting it to be tiring. I don't know why. I thought it might be like pedlos or something. <laughs> I mean, it was quite exhausting. Was it hard on your legs? Was no, it like... it's more back and oh. body. Because you've got to obviously balance on this massive board, yeah. which isn't that. My balance is pretty okay. So that wasn't yes. that much of an issue. But it's the paddling. You've got to like paddle and turn with your whole body. Oh. To paddle. And we were paddling for about two hours. Okay. So were you in bed for two days after that? No, I actually had a hoop class almost no. straight after. I was like, I'm so tired. You nutter. <laughs> but I won't put a cat in it because I already paid for it. <laughs> it just didn't occur to me it would be tiring. But anyway, that was good fun. It was nice to do it in Richmond because it's quite pretty. Oh, wow. Is that is that a class that you paid for or something? Mm. Or yeah, I mean okay. it's only a group of it's up to a group of six, but obviously where they've been a lot quieter during lockdown, I was actually the only person on it. Oh, so cool. Basically, a one to one. Oh, so that, I guess that might have been harder then. Well, you still go the same distance, don't you? Okay. So yeah, <laughs> so. I don't suppose it's any easier. You're not paddling with anyone. You still got your own board. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. Hmm. I took my niece to the aquarium on a little. End some holidays trip. I might have mentioned this last time. I don't know. No, I don't think you no, did. I no, I did actually listen to uh, September's podcast on the way over. So, <laughs> so I can remember what had happened. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, you just had cake troubles last yeah, time. I think. I think so. Um, I went to dining in the dark for a Hindu for someone I work with. So her wedding had been postponed due to COVID. Her friends knew she was getting married, but not that it had been rescheduled. So it was kind of a secret Hindu, so we weren't allowed to talk about it until oh, after she was married. Right. Yeah, so that was good. It's called Dans le Noir. Oh, in, sounds posh. In the city, Farringdon kind of way. Oh, and right. That was really fun. That really was good fun. Oh, Completely cool. in the pitch black. So you pick your meal, whether you want meat, fish, or vegetarian. I went vegetarian, obviously. Yes. And then that's all you know. And you tell them if you have any allergies. And other than that... It's, you don't know what you're getting. Obviously, you can order drinks and you know what drink you're getting. Yeah. It's completely pitch black. They lead you in in the pitch black. You eat in the pitch black. You've got to kind of guess what you're having. Fill your drinks in the pitch black. It's run by people who are blind. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It was really good fun. Really, really fun. Did anyone spill their drinks? No. I felt a little bit pouring it into my glass because you put your finger in your glass to tell like how high up it right. is. But I was a bit silly and tilted my glass into the, <laughs> into the bottle as I was pouring, forgetting that it's going to start coming out before it gets near the top. So I 
There was a little bit of spinach, but not a lot. Oh, wow. But yeah, it was really good. It was quite funny eating because you're trying to guess what things are and obviously not everyone's got the same meal as you. Yeah. There's a amount of times that you put your fork in and it come back out empty, but it was hot. I was like, I know there was something there, but I just didn't get it. <laughs> oh, that sounds really entertaining. Yeah, I, would, I would really recommend it. It wasn't cheap, but it was something that I wouldn't normally do and the food was a lot better than what I'd normally go out for. So. Okay. Oh, that I sounds good. That. Um, I did a trainer cake for my niece's birthday. Jordan won Retro High OG. Yeah, right, okay. So Google had to help me with that one. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was pretty fun to make. I do like making a trainer cake. And she was quite pleased with it as well. So That's a good that's thing. That's a relief. It's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I've shown you already my uh, wallpaper background. I know, I'm made. loving those. I've been to B&Q, got some wallpaper samples and stuck them to cardboard boxes I've been... Punching. It's very purpose. <laughs> Giant boxes and I stuck them on to make my own backdrops, basically. There's, There's not many time. people that ask for boxes with nothing in the context. <laughs> I've just been keeping them. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was meant to be, actually, in Uzbekistan today. Was you? Oh, yeah, I was meant to go on Friday, but that got cancelled. Yes. In fact, my flight back is still running, but my flight out there is cancelled. Oh, you joking. And I can't seem to cancel my flight back, but... So, instead of going on holiday, I sat on the floor and glued wallpaper <laughs> to cardboard boxes with a pretty stick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of what better things to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what else would you want to do with your day? No. <laughs> um, I bought a bike. Oh, because I thought if we get locked down again, which I feel we will at some point, I would like to be able to go out somewhere that's not just walk in. Uh-huh. I was a bit worried about riding because I haven't ridden since I was in primary school. So I was like, <laughs> where can I go? Like, and the little park over the road says no bikes. I was like, right, okay. So I walked down. I walked the bike. <laughs> I had a helmet. I walked it down to... You look professional. Yeah. Like I'm taking it for a child or something. Yeah. Walked it down to, there's a footpath along the side of the A2. Yeah. So I thought, I'll ride down that. There's no cars. Yes. It matter if I'm wobbly. And it's quite straight. So yeah. I rode down that to Danson Park, rode down, around the park a little bit and then rode back. Very good. Yeah, it was further than I thought. So I've done it twice so far. One time it was 5k and the other time it was 6k. Did you do the same route? Uh, I went further <laughs> around the park. So first time I just did a little bit of a lap and then came back. Oh, fantastic! And the second time I kind of went down around the lake and back. Oh, very good. Yeah. So uh, that's a bit new for me. I had my twenty-year anniversary with the NAS NHS. Really? The 25th twenty years. Yes. Wowza! Yeah, there's five of us that are left from the group that I started with. Two of them couldn't make it. So three of us met up for drinks and a little catch-up, which was very nice. Well, at least there was three of you. I yeah. thought you were going to say you went out on your own. No, I did not go out on my own. There was three of us met up. We decided, rather than leave it another 20 years, maybe we should try and do this every year. And I did a takeaway workshop for London branch of the Guild. What, your faux food? Mm, faux food. That Excellent. Was really good. That worked really well. I was a little bit, mm, not sure how this is going to work because... It was going to be a workshop in person, but obviously then the restrictions came back in and it went down from you can have 35 people yeah. to you can have six, six. people. Although we probably could technically meet because we could say we're educational or a school, yeah. it's probably in the spirit of the guidelines. So it went online. So where I was going to be providing all the stuff, all of a sudden everyone had to provide a lot of it themselves. There's lots of different colours that you need, so we're not all going to have the same. And, but it worked really well. So Excellent. What faux food did you make? Takeaway. Any particular takeaway? Uh, Chinese. There's a picture on my laptop, which I'm trying to get up. Oh, yeah, I can just about see that. That's really good. So there were five of them who made it and two who were just watching. Oh, cool. Yeah, it worked really well. I have also been watching on TV. I've really enjoyed watching Ghosts. The second series of that is Oh, yes, I do like that. And all on iPlayer. So I've watched the entire lot in like two days. It's like, oh my God. Honestly, I didn't realise they put the lot on. It's like, how have I missed so many? It's only just come back on. But then, oh, yeah. I was like, no, no, they put them all on in one go. It's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, it's really good, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I've also been watching Ambulance on BBC One because that's filmed where I work this season. Oh, is it? Yeah, so Wednesdays at nine. I think there's been three episodes so far. I've just been in watching it to see who I who I know, basically. <laughs> cool. I've, yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, that's the job I, I did until a few years ago. 
I have to say, and this is quite on topic for today, they've done a very good job of showing the diversity of the workforce. So there's a real range of people on it from different backgrounds, different ages, different countries. Like they genuinely have shown the whole range of staff that we've got and I actually quite like that. Oh, cool. Hmm. Excellent. Yes. Been up to anything else, Erica? No, that's it, I'm afraid. Please, note to self. I have three kids and no life. (laughs) I have no kids. (laughs) And a fantastic life (laughs) out and about. Mine takes planning. I'm back to... Mine takes planning of a different (laughs) I'm back on football runs. So, you know, that's that's my... um, Two days a week. And yeah, this Saturday. Although we're not allowed to watch at the moment. Oh, is, is that a real shame? well no I quite like watching I don't think I'd necessarily want to watch other people play but to watch your son play um, except they're they're based down at the University of Canterbury Mm. but because universities have obviously got high infection rates they aren't allowing us to watch because we might breathe outside and <laughs> stand next and to other people. And the students that are all locked in their halls of residence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. University rules. Might so to, like licking door handles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> outside. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we're back down there next Sunday because they're playing Wimbledon, and mm-hmm. then I get the luxury, the luxury of driving to Portsmouth. Oh. The Sunday after. Get you. Oh, yes. That's my Sunday. <laughs> Spent mainly in the car. And it depends on what Portsmouth's views are on yeah. letting people watch. Oh, yeah, I might drive all the way down there for a couple of hours and sit in the car Love and drive it. back again. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes. Should we talk about our topic today? Uh, no, should we talk about what new things are out? Oh, that's a good idea, oh, isn't no, it? No, Should no, we do no, new no, things? No. That won't take long. No, we had loads last month. We, we did. We're not even sure what there is in the way of new stuff. It doesn't no. seem to be... Um... Despite there's been a very long gap, there's not a lot of new things. We think people might have been waiting for Cake International. I guess we can put this under new stuff, that it's cancelled. Yes. It's taking place online rather than in person, which yeah. I think we all kind of knew was... I'm kind of not surprised. I'll tell you what else was um, cancelled. Mm. The Cake Professionals regional events that they were doing. I was looking that the other day and I couldn't find it. Like, yeah, no, it they, okay. can- they cancelled them because people weren't in, I suppose, in necessarily a good place to want to... Yeah, actually do things yeah so I think the whole industry is so hard at the minute for Mm. people uh, especially the wedding industry yeah and everybody that's in that industry it's it's practically collapsed doesn't it at Mm. the minute so yeah so they've cancelled okay but new over to you (laughs) we have um, these technically came out last month but we forgot to mention them well thank god we did because otherwise we'd literally have nothing Um, I'm actually really excited by these. I think they're genuinely new. Yes. Something I haven't seen before, and I really like them. Evil Cake Genius, who I kind of love their stuff anyway, have bought out some flower pot and 3D succulent moulds. Now, the 3D succulent moulds, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different succulents. And in dollars, the cheapest ones are ten ninety nine. That's for a teeny one, up to a XL size, which is $16.99. They've also got a sand lotus in their pictures. Some of them are displayed as candles. So presumably, if you do candle making, you could buy these for candles or you could buy them for cake. Just don't use them for both. No. What I really like is the pots. These pots look fantastic. They do. These are two different flower pot moulds. They come in one piece. It looks a bit like a shot glass mould. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. But there's two. There's an itty bitty flower pot mould, which is small and it's got lots of little dents on it, like a golf ball kind of texture. Um, that's twelve ninety nine. This one, the finished pot measures one and oh, isn't inches one and three eight inches wide by one inch tall. So that really is teeny. Yeah. And the other one, which I like quite a lot more is called the faceted flower pot mold and that's $16.99 that's a bigger shape and it's got lots of angles like you've chopped kind of geometric sort of yeah it's nice isn't it it's really nice 
These would look really great if you did them with candy melts and then you could fill them and have your little plant cactuses on top, like your little piped cactuses or something, and they look fantastic as little individual cakes. The larger one is two and five-eighths five eighths inches wide and one and a half inches tall. Do you think they gave you those just so it was difficult to... <laughs> I mean, I'm used to millimetres, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It says they're freezer, microwave and oven safe up to 440 degrees. Works for chocolates, candy melts, ice malt, gum paste, fondant, soap and candles. Yeah. So there you go. I do like those. I think they look really great. And they're something that I think actually you could, you could get a lot of use of because you could put them on cakes. You could do them as individual favours or like yeah. wedding bits or birthday bits. So yeah, they look great. And paste of cupcakes. Yeah, I think they're so cute actually. <laughs> And thank heavens we didn't mention them before. No. <laughs> so, so what have you got, Sam? Oh, well, I've got a really exciting um, new and improved M&B paste. Mm. <laughs> and I was nervous about... when I heard about this. <laughs> they seem to be, there seems to be a lot of pastes that are being new and improved. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's because so many pastes are being produced now yeah. that everyone's got to up their game a bit because there are some really good quality pastes out there there are um but i, I used to use m&b all the time and hmm. um, i had a bad experience with one batch and though it wasn't m&b that were deterring me it was the people that i purchased it from and it put me off because they didn't want to change it they were a bit, hmm. bit patronizing as to do i know what what the paste should be like so i have used it since and i have used bits of it but i haven't gone back to using it to cover a cake see i never use it to cover cakes i use it for detail a lot i'll use it for detail on toppers or on side designs or i use it for names and stuff like that a lot yeah. on the board so the thing that makes me nervous is have they made it like all the other sugar pastes out there and it's no longer super stretchy and you can't roll it super thin and it will keep its strength that's mm. what worries me because that's what I like about it. <laughs> yes. Do you know what? Sometimes I wish some of these people would send us something to try so we can I, I'll actually... I'll at some point. I've just got an awful lot I need to get through. So yes. at some point, I won't be able to tell you whether it's anything <laughs> But as far as we know, they've just made the shelf life longer. Yes. That is the difference. Oh, hang on. Keep keep talking. Keep okay. talking. I've just thought of something that, um, that okay. might be new. I'm going to say two things bring. then. Firstly, yeah. I wish that when people bring out paste, they don't tell us that it's no elephant skin, longer shelf life, no tearing, because everyone expects that from a paste anyway. What I want to know is who it's good for. So is it good in humidity? Is it good if it's low humidity or high humidity? Is it good if you've got cold hands or hot hands? Is it good for carving? Is it for carved cakes? Is it good for tall cakes? Yeah. Like, it's a different paste you're going to need for all of them, so I would rather they told us that. Yes, than tr- all trying to tell you the same thing because it just means that you end up buying everything and then not using half of it because it's not what you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I spent a lot of time, I suppose I was limited to what I could get in the shop because yeah. I wasn't going to go and buy something else. Yeah. I'd use what I could get wholesale, but it wouldn't necessarily be what I would want to use. No, it wouldn't necessarily be your first choice. No, no. You find something in one place that you like Mm. and then you find something in another place that you like, but not both places do it. So you end up with double the amount of P&P or you just use the thing that's in one place. Does that make any sense? Completely, because I had this, I had an order last week and there were four or five things I wanted and I thought, no, let me check my local shop. They did not have a single thing of them. And trying to find a shop that stopped all four things that I wanted was like finding a needle in the haystack. Yeah, yeah. So much time. It's really hard. And yeah. The one thing I'm trying to get my hands on at the minute, because I want to have played with, is colour meal. Oh, I bought some of that. <gasps> Did you? It's in my kitchen now. That's part of what I bought. I oh. bought two colours of colour meal. I bought the white fractal pen and I ran out of just sugar flare poppy red paste colour oh really would you believe my local shop did not have poppy red you should have asked me i've yeah. probably got tons of it exactly well, that's true <laughs> <laughs> you've been buried in your garage somewhere. yeah so have you had a chance to use the colour meal no it's been sat on side for two days i was going to do it this morning but i snoozed my alarm in <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i really fancy um some of the colour meal what colour did you get i got raspberry and teal they're smaller than i thought they were going to be Just i know they're only them. they're only yeah, about that big aren't tiny. they Yes, <laughs> go and get your tiny colour meal colours. <laughs> in the meantime, I'll still try and um, 
I'm sure there was some kind of sparkle thing that came out. Yeah. But then it might just be, oh, wow, they are. They're, they're really tiny. Oh, They're a lot smaller okay. than I thought they were going to be. These are, if you imagine the, the body of this bottle. It's, it's like a nail varnish pot uh, rejuvenator. Yeah, the size of a rejuvenator bottle. What? How many mils are in there? 20. So it's obviously filled to the top. So that's the 495. Yeah, yeah. That's the five pound size. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm kind of glad they're small, actually, because I wouldn't get through an enormous bottle. I've no. it for literally years. I mean, the poppy red paste I got rid of, I've had that for about 15 years. Yeah. I use red relatively regularly. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not unhappy Oh, okay. When I went to visit my friend, she had some colour meal, mm. and the pots were bigger than that. Yeah. And I made this stupid assumption then that they were the small pots. No, but no, big ones. they'll be the eighteen pound pots. Yeah. I would say I was thinking Tipex, but these are bigger than a Tipex bottle because a Tipex bottle is about the same height. Yeah, it's but just it's a wider. bit wider. Yeah, I won't be disappointed then. <laughs> Did you find what you were looking for? No, no, no. Okay. Don't worry about well, it. I'm still going to keep talking then. So my other thought, and I've thought this for a while, and I feel like it's on topic at the moment. All the advent calendars are starting to come into the shops. It surprises me that no one has brought out a sugar craft advent calendar, but you could have one that has a different theme, so you could have like. A buttercream and piping one. You could have different nozzles in it. You could have like colours, different colours. You could have dust colours. You could have all sorts of things from all different brands. Like I think it's a kind of thing that a shop would need to do, as opposed to a brand would need to do, because mm. it'd be nice to try and things from different places. Yeah, but it'd be a good way to try stuff. Mm. It's just actually having to put some kind of box together, isn't it? Yeah. To put different size things in. But then in. I thought the boxes are relatively easy to get hold of, and a lot of the stuff is actually quite tiny. Yes. Do you know what I do? <laughs> <laughs> I just put 25 things in a bag. Every day. The marketing thing that seems to have just been missed in general. Yeah. It's exploded in every other aspect. Like you get the gin calendars, you get cheese ones, you get... Beauty ones, you get chocolate ones, you get lemon oh, ones. sugar craft like, one. Why is there not a sugar craft one? I don't know. Somebody out there, tell Somebody us. Somebody out there, rustle one up before Christmas. Yeah, and, <laughs> and send us one each, please. <laughs> I necessarily think I necessarily want one, but particularly if you're starting... Oh, no, I'm quite happy. It would be, be a nice one to have. I'm quite happy to trial it. Yeah, and particularly if there's like lots of different brands in it that you haven't tried before, it would be a good way to get people <gasps> to try Erica, I'm going to have to go make my own now, aren't I? Maybe you could start them up. That can be your new sideline. Yeah, but I'm really rubbish. It would be a carrier bag. It, it would just... No, or I could have like a, a furry Santa's sack. <laughs> that's wrong it's one way of getting rid of all the stuff in your garage yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. the thing is everything is my garage I can just get anyway it's not exciting <laughs> yeah, you could make one up for next year Sam and you could uh, market it yeah okay maybe we could market it yeah we could have the one. Sugarcraft Junkies advent calendar I just think what we could put in though well yeah you could do all sorts couldn't you you could I could make the boxes <laughs> out of my generous supply upstairs. Yeah. Hey, I, I feel there's something coming on there. There is something in that. Yeah. What's our topic? So this month, because October is Black History Month, we thought we would talk about diversity in our industry, representation, what we can do to make things better and where we are at the minute. Excellent. So, well, I think I was saying earlier, a lot of the stuff that we look at online is very visual. Yeah. So you don't necessarily know what ethnicity or where someone comes from or anything about the person because what they produce... What they post is their character. And what they post, yeah. yeah. Is, and is unless they're giving that away in terms of their influences or in terms of the people that are on the cake because they're only doing one type of person... Yeah then you're not necessarily going yeah. to know. But there is a thing that's been going around on social media called Meet the Maker, which I quite like. Yeah. Which is where they post a picture of themselves and a little bit about them. So like their history, how they came to what they're doing, how they set up their business, what they do. Yeah. And people will just repost that every sort of six months or so. So it's not lost in their feed somewhere. Oh, okay. Probably quite a nice thing to do at the moment, actually, because people don't necessarily have new cakes to post. So no. you can post a picture of yourself about you or this is my workspace and this is what I do. <laughs> 
But, you know, just a little bit about you yeah. might be quite nice. Well, I think one of the things that comes up quite a lot, and especially when we are doing our ones to watch and mm. things, is actually finding out where people are from. Yes. That's really hard. Yeah. Sometimes you can't actually find their name on there. So yeah. it gives you no, there's no clues as to who this person is behind their amazing no. creations. No. The, only, the only clue you've got is their influences. And yeah. to some degree, you can tell from that where people are from. Yeah. We had a little chat off air before we started talking about this about how online, although you don't know where people are from, the way that algorithms tend to work and the way that it will suggest mm. people to you, it will suggest people that are similar to who you already follow. Yeah. So the problem that we've got really is that if you look at any big cake event mm. most of the big names the people who are on their posters the people who are named who have their photograph who will have a workshop they are generally white middle class women mm-hmm. and middle age i'm going to say middle age i mean like <laughs> mid-30s to 50s yeah. roughly there are very few that are in their 20s there are very few that are older there are very few men there are very few people who mm. are anything other than white there are very few lesbian women there are not that you'd necessarily know no if that's who you follow because that is who's in your magazines that's who is Mm. in you know in the shows you go to they're the ones you know then all you're going to be suggested is more people who look like them who are from the same places as them yeah the minute you start following i don't know indian cake decorators you'll get suggested loads of indian cake decorators the moment you start following Black male American cake decorators. You'll be suggested loads of black male. I think we've just, I think we've just proven this, haven't we? Because actually, we have from the Sugarcraft junkies followed a lot of those people, Mm. and a lot of those people we've we've done as one to watch. Yeah, and it has just increased the amount of the the diversity that we actually see come through our feeds. Yeah, and it's not just diversity in terms of people because. Mm depending on where you're raised and, you know, what your influences are, you're going to produce quite different work. So it's a diversity in terms of the cakes you're looking at as much as in terms of people who make them. Yeah. So I think that's something to be aware of is that sometimes the idea is, well, how can I follow these people? I don't know about them. Well, it's the fact that you don't know about them that means that you're not seeing them. It's not that they don't exist. It's that you're being led down a certain path and there's no one to... To show you otherwise. So if you want to see, then come on to the Sugarcraft Junkies <laughs> Instagram page and follow some of our... Yeah. And you'll be suggested yeah. other people who are equally as diverse as they are. Yeah. Um, I did a quick little Wikipedia look to see like UK population. There's a very even spread of male and female. It's roughly 50-50. There's a million okay. females, which is not a lot considering how many people there are in the country. And 95% of them are heterosexual. So to be in an industry where, if you're talking about representation of the country, you would be talking a 60-40, roughly spread. Yeah, yeah. And we're not anywhere near that, of males and females. No. Um, I can't think, I can think of some men, and I can think of some men who are gay. I can't think of any women who are not straight. No. That are big names. And I think it's not right to suggest that actually there's not, more men out there who are into this, it's just that we're not aware of them. Because mm. if you look at programs like Bake Off, there's loads of men that bake. There's loads of men that enjoy cooking. Yeah. There are loads of men that enjoy making things. It's just not feasible that no. none of these men want to decorate a cake. No. And I'll tell you what, actually, I don't know whether you remember, might have been a podcast or two ago, mm. I mentioned the pastry magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were doing an online thing. Yes. And actually, the representation on there seem to be more men than yeah. women and i think that the men kind of go into more of the the chefing the patisserie yeah, kind yeah. of side of it than but the cake decorating or is it that the patisserie route will traditionally show more men as at the senior level is it because possibly the i say the outlets so i'm saying media outlets yeah and the people organizing the competitions in the patisserie world are men therefore they're yeah. more likely to choose men to feature highly or prominently in their advertising and the women are running the cake events and therefore are more likely to choose women to... Oh, that's going feature. down a whole new... Uh... <laughs> well, I think it's something that exists. Like, if you're... Yeah, let's take this I see professionals, men yeah. professionals, women 
doing working from home yeah yeah it's it's, it's extension of sexism isn't it really yeah that the woman's place is in the home and that's a home something it's a hobby it's not a real job yeah oh don't you can go down the whole the whole route and if we take this out of sugarcraft and imagine it to be you're hiring for a job so if you've got 20 candidates Mm -hmm. are all capable of doing the job they're all pretty much equally qualified you've got it down to the last few yeah and there's really not a lot in them people will choose the one that reminds them of them if there's one of those candidates that you think that was me 20 years ago that was me 10 years ago you've got the same problems i've got yeah that's who you hire and if you've got a board full of men you're going to get men getting the job because they will see themselves in the male candidate yeah if yeah. you don't have diversity on your panel that's picking people for magazines, for shows, for picking the photos, for flyers, all that sort of thing, they're going to... Oh, that's my phone, sorry. Uh, they're <laughs> going to put people on them that look like them. And yeah. they're not going to do it with the intention of singling anyone out and saying that you're not welcome. But actually, that is the net result. Because if you look at a poster for a sugar craft show and it's full of pictures of middle-aged women... yeah. Why, as a teenage boy, would you want to come along? Yeah. It, no, you wouldn't, would you? No, it's completely... Or even as an older man, why yeah. would you want to come along? Yeah. Like, it'll be, oh, that's something my nan would go to, or it's something that's for my daughters. Yeah. It doesn't speak to you, regardless of whether the subject is something that you're interested in. Yeah. And I think that's something that we need to get better at, and not better. Yes. Yes. Well, I've just started on our Guild website... Mm. We're going back to doing demonstrations okay. over Zoom. And I've made a concerted effort. I've said, can we have a picture of the person who is going to do the demo yeah. alongside what they're going to make? Yeah. And actually, that will show a lot more diversity. Yeah. I always used to take pictures. A lot of our people didn't want to be in photos. So I used to take pictures of hands. And yeah. I would make a point of getting everyone because we, have, we are a mixed group. Yeah. But... If I only take the same few people, then you're not going to get that idea. Whereas yeah. if you see their hands and if you see their work they've produced, you can see we are a wide range of backgrounds and yeah. that's fine. I think maybe if you've never been in a minority, you don't understand why that's mm. important because you've never been excluded from yes. from the advertising. Yeah, You've never had the experience of the underlying message being, this is not for me. Yeah, and the very subtle messaging mm. that will be put across by people who do not want you there. Yeah, because yeah. they cannot outrightly say this is a group for white women. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it's a. Uh, it, it will be subtle messaging, and it will be something that if you've not been on the receiving end of it, you may not pick up on. No. And you, and uh, not being aware of it. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I, I had a lady that contacted me. She contacted me for a class. I can't do it at the minute. I've put her onto the guild. I really want to get her involved. Yeah. And I know that she's not white. Yeah. It is a predominantly white-based, older age. Older ladies, retired yeah. ladies is the yeah. core. Yeah. But is that the core because that's who you've always appealed to? Yeah. Not because that's who's out there. It's because that's who you've put in your advertising. That's who you've promoted. Yeah, we've never done any advertising. People who see themselves will come along. People who don't see themselves yeah. won't. I think our guild probably predominantly started from people knowing each other. Yeah, yeah. So it just starts from a group of ladies. Yeah, who are friends. Who are friends, who are white, who fit that profile. And then their friends come along. Mm. And, and, depends and that's on how you live. Depends on how mixed that area is. I mean, Gravesend's pretty diverse. So is, so is Orpington and Bromley. So yeah. Yeah. We do have a mixture of people. I understand yeah. in some parts of the country, there's not going to be anyone yeah. other than middle class white women. But yeah. in lots of parts of the country, that is not the case. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, one of the things that I've noticed, although I've, I think that a lot of people have come through our feed now, mm. but I don't see a huge diverse range of tutors. No. That's something that I've noticeably mm. missed. There's more men seen more male tutors I, mean, I think there's a lot of people that travel over from from asia to teach but i don't see a lot of black guest tutors, guest tutors. and that's something that i think is really missing yeah they're as good as everyone else it's not oh my yeah if not, not better sometimes it is it. no it's, it's something else I no know. and i don't yeah i don't know what because to a large extent you don't know where to look for them or they don't approach you so whether they don't feel like they're 
good enough to well, to maybe do they it. Don't feel they're welcome to because they've never seen anyone like them. Yeah, teaching. Yeah. Well, we've got a fantastic lady Marie who's going to be tutoring for uh, for <laughs> the guild next <laughs> next month, and yeah. I know she's fab. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Good. I like Marie. She's very nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is an issue, and I think it's not a lack of people because if you think on TV, like we've had Liam from Bake Off, he's a young black man. Mm. When was the last time you saw anyone like him at a cake show? Anyone? Yeah. Like, and he's not the only one. He had his program with all his mates that cook yeah. and do the same sort of thing. You know, he's yeah. not a minority. He'd been more than welcome. Yeah. And everyone could learn stuff from him, and he could learn stuff from other people. Yeah. Um. Same as Nadia, same as Lorraine Pascal. Mm. These are all people who've been on cooking programs. Yeah. Who would fit in brilliantly at sugarcraft shows and that sort of thing. Yeah. And enjoy being there. And yet, they're not being targeted as part of the audience. No. I think it is an advertising thing. So, to take an example that's different, and I thought about this to try and make it as relevant as possible. If you were out and about, and let's pretend this was not during COVID, and you saw a flyer for a cookery club, and this flyer said, I don't know, come join us, we meet once a month or once a week, we do new recipes, everyone's welcome. But all that was in the pictures was 16 to 25 year old young black men. Mm. Would you think that's for you? No. Because the messaging, despite the fact it does not say it's only, only for young men, that is the messaging you're giving off. Yeah. Is that they're not going to want me there. I'm going to be like their mum. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might like that. <laughs> they might like that. But you wouldn't think that actually no. it's for you. And that is how important yes. your pictures are in terms of your messaging. You can't just put anything up. Yeah. You need to think about who you're putting in your pictures because that is what's going to determine what audience you get. Yeah. And I do think that a lot of um, shows could help with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, because they have people come along, do demonstrations, do workshops. they could raise the profile of a lot of people. Yeah, and I think that would make a whole difference to the industry. Yeah. Um, And then that would filter through to magazines. Yeah. And then we would actually get to see so yeah, much more. And filter down to tutors because other people would see them and think, actually, this is a career path for me. I can yeah. make it. To yeah, I want to make what they're making. Show in the world. Yeah, yeah, I want to do what they're doing. So yeah. yeah, I think that is part of the thing is that it being a valid career path. Yeah, for sure. Because so, mm-hmm. in a lot of certainly in a lot of Asian families, there's a lot of pressure to have a career that is thought of highly by society shall we say so doctors lawyers teaching that kind of high level career yeah i teach people how to make cakes doesn't really cut it when Mm. no one's heard of anyone yeah no one sees anyone on tv like there's added family pressure that you don't necessarily have yeah in other circles so if you could say well actually this person does it and they do really well yeah you could kind of be like oh Okay, yeah, maybe that is all right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Of... It's just breaking down some barriers, yeah, isn't it? Totally, and totally. trying to get through. Yeah. I think things are going in the right direction slowly. I think so. I think Extreme Cake Makers on Channel 4 has done a pretty good job of showing mm. a diverse range of people. So I've made a little list of some of them. Michelle Weaver. I love her work. She's so good. <laughs> she's the way he does all the carved, like the carved elephant and swans and all oh, yeah. stuff. She's amazing. Um, ben Cullen, Ben the Cake Man. Yeah. Carisha Pithua, Creme de la Cakes, Nastasha Lasengo, the Indulgent Sugar Plum, who does the tall takes, and yeah. then Phil, Phil Jensen, part of Piborin. Like They've got men in there, they've got men of different backgrounds in there, yeah. they've got women from different countries, like they've, you know, they've, they've done pretty well yeah. on yeah. the diversity front. I think they've done better than most places in the industry does. I think we, yeah, we are slowly. I mean, I did find um, an African cake blog. Oh, which, yeah, it was Bear With somewhere. (laughs) Sorry, I'll write all these things down. So they basically went through it's African culture Mm. and they've got a a cake blog, but it's quite old, it's from 2018. Okay. And it kind of like lists through the top 20, I think it was, African cake artists. Okay. And again, Miss Sugar Plum comes up in <laughs> as top as top dog there. And there's Thai Couture cakes. So there was quite a few. 
that were listed mm. down and it was quite nice to see and you can go through and you can click onto their it's stuff and see what they're yeah and to see what they're doing but I do have to as we're doing this I do have to give Marie and uh, our other lady Shola they both run fabulous cake businesses a plug and Marie her business is called My Bake Boss she does boss it I was on the phone to her the other day and she's absolutely fantastic she knows exactly what she's doing and Shola has her business Salicious Bakes they both do the most amazing work and they always produce something absolutely fantastic for the guild mm. and like I say I mean Marie's going to come and do some tutoring for us lovely. it would be really nice to get some more people there's different ideas everyone comes with different ideas yeah, yeah. and if you're but, getting the same, with the same influences continually you're going to have the same ideas yeah. around it makes your demonstrations it makes everything that you do so much more interesting yeah it really does yeah I think there is something though that we do need to stop and that is manufacturers need to stop producing colours called skin tone yes because there is not one skin tone it's as ridiculous as having a colour called hair colour or eye colour yes like it just doesn't cut it no it's not the one and only skin tone there is it doesn't even do a fraction of them you need a range it's almost like you want to call it porcelain or something because it's really not it wouldn't even be my skin tone colour you you need to add to it yeah Um, if you're going to do skin tone do a range yeah do the full range yes or Or don't don't do it at all (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest yeah I, I mean, you need so many different colours to make up different colour skin yeah, tones. I mean, I've used blue before and I've used yeah. yellow and uh, browns and pinks. Oranges. and yeah. yeah, because you've not just got the colour, you've got the undertones as well. So yeah. it's a massive range. Yeah, so yeah. sort it out. Yes, please sort it out. Or if you're looking to bring out product, again, there you go, another idea for free. You can bring out a range of different skin <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're on a roll today. Yeah, but I think the, the work we produce can go quite a long way to helping your business grow because yeah. you don't want to be attracting just the same customers. You want to widen your customer base as wide as possible. Yeah. And let's say wedding cakes or children's cakes that have got figures on them. If all of your figures are exactly the same colour with exactly the same type of hair, you're very unlikely to get anyone who doesn't look like that ordering from you because there will be doubt that you can actually reproduce them or their children yeah. effectively. Yeah. It's going to be a risk and it's going to be an expensive risk because your work's not going to be cheap. Yes. And it's not something that people are going to want to gamble on. They would rather go with someone who they can see already. They have produced someone like me and it looks good. Yes. So that's who you're going to go with. So to increase your customer base... When you do your dummies, yeah. do um, you need a diversity people in your figures. When you do classes, like Christina, uh, <gasps> Christina, oh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah, that's I was going to go that way, but uh, you know, um, but I, but I think I mean that's what I was um, going to sit down and do. Um, some toppers and literally you can you can just produce your one dummy cake yeah and just do different change toppers different and you toppers. can just change your toppers but you're showing actually you can do that yeah. you can yeah you can create for everybody cakes is her name and it's christina georgiou oh right okay she has done her you always see her at cake international she does lots of figure modeling oh okay um, yeah her recent class that she advertised was a baby class and she had Three different colour skin tones. But actually, that's not just about being diverse for the sake of it. It's giving people a useful skill. Because to be able to mix three different skin tones accurately and to look like actual skin rather than post-paint is a useful thing to do. Yeah. And particularly if you're going to be modelling more realistic figures, it's not enough just to change the colour of the skin. You need to be... You need to look in much more detail. Like, you can't just have a black woman with European hair. You need to be able to do Afro hair. You yeah. need to make the shape of the face right because bone structure is different. Yeah. You need to, if you're making Asian, um, East Asian people, you need to make the face shape different because mm. their face shape profile is flatter. Yeah. You need to make the body shape different. Like it's not just enough to mix in a different colour skin tone and go, yeah, there you go, done. Yeah. Because actually, that's not what people look like. No, no, you need to actually have a picture, don't you, and study yeah, yeah. what people actually look like before yeah. you actually... and adapt that, the nose shape, the lips, the eyes, uh, the profile of the face, yeah. the arms and legs, like, 
how muscly are they? I mean, English typically is pear shaped, but most other nationalities are not. Like, no, no. <laughs> you need to adapt more than just a skin colour in mm. order to be able to reproduce work effectively and to a good standard. Mm. Well, there you go. Now, it's a job there for everybody to go out and Well, it's, it's also an opportunity study. for a lot of different classes, isn't it? Yeah. That don't currently exist. And another idea. <laughs> and also, don't call it bride and groom, African bride and groom. Yeah. <laughs> you're not calling the other one Caucasian or English bride yeah. and groom. Like, oh, God. Do a mixture. Yeah. Or call them all by their yeah. ethnicities. Like, yeah. <laughs> So you go, there's another idea sent yeah. out for anybody that's... <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, so back to weddings, actually, this is a pretty good point that needs making, is the different traditional costumes because yes. Asian weddings, Indian weddings, English weddings, African weddings, the costume is going to be very, very different. Yes, they're not all necessarily going to... Although some might, but some they're might not necessarily dress, going to be, yeah, in a white wedding dress, no. yeah. And I've been to a few Chinese weddings and... For most Chinese people in this country, they have two weddings. They'll have their English wedding, which will mm-hmm. be for their English friends, and they'll be in the white dress. And mm-hmm. they'll have their Chinese wedding, which is for the Chinese family, who also comes to the English wedding. But yeah. that will be where they wear red, and that will be where they do all the traditional stuff. Mm. So they will possibly have two cakes. Wow. Because there's two separate celebrations. Yeah. And the Chinese wedding is... The same sort of thing in India and those sort of countries. If you know the person, you go. You don't wait for an invite. You know it's a wedding, you turn up. I, think <laughs> I love those. I think it's the same in Ireland as well, to be fair, because my <laughs> friend's mums who are Irish do exactly the same thing. <laughs> don't have to offend anybody there. No. So I think there's a lot that people can work on in mm. the time where they haven't got a lot of orders coming in. Yeah. You can get practicing, make up some dummies, make up some models that represent different people and try to appeal to a wider range of yeah. people as you can. I mean, you can look at the mix of people in your area and appeal to what's there, do you know yeah. what I mean? Go on, to, uh, go on to social media and have a look. Don't just rely on what it's telling you. Yes, yeah. Hunt down people that interest you. and Yeah. There's a lot to be inspired by. I've got... Actually, there are a couple of people who are well-known so you've got michelle weeboy queen of hearts buttercream valerie and christina yes they're, both they're fabulous fabulous and they are featured quite prominently in cake shows so and magazines okay one one <laughs> <laughs> they've broken the mold maybe yeah. and there are other people who i would consider to be well known but don't necessarily pop up in magazines and we say magazines and cake shows but they are the places that raise people's profiles yeah the most so although this is not like we're not saying you're the problem but you could be the solution yes well shall i add to my one to watch then Mm, (laughs) because um i think you've already mentioned her (laughs) a couple of times my one to watch this month is Miss Sugar Plum, yeah. um, who is Nastasha Lusengo. We were talking about you earlier, and we want to know how you managed to transport those enormous cakes around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because ultimately, we both feel like we would just fall over with them and topple. These cakes that Nastasha makes must be, what, 18 inches tall? 12, I, I reckon 18. they're like, if you sat down, you'd be as tall as it. Well, <laughs> like, they're massively If I stood tall. up, it'd be as tall as <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> they're massively tall, but they're not massively wide. They look like tall, elegant pillars. Yeah. And they've they're stunning. such a good eye. They are really beautifully decorated. We, quite an abstract style. Yeah, we are assuming, uh, I'm making a bold assumption, that the majority of them are... Buttercream. Yeah, I think they are. I think they were um, buttercream because I think that was what her thing was on the show, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. But there's just one here that just doesn't look like buttercream at all. Not that one. Yeah. Oh, no, there's one with uh, like an African print and flags on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think that might have edible images on it somewhere. Um, so anyway, so these are really tall, tall, elegant cakes that have got quite an abstract paint design down the front which are like embellished and she's got quite a lot of texture as well. Yeah. That's going on. A lot of pinks and purples and stuff. Um, yeah, they're although very elegant. They are. They are with she's some beautiful flowers. Such a 
enormous cake to be honest do you know what i think i'd have to be on a like a, a ladder or something <laughs> just trying it. to <laughs> it is the scary part for me is like how do you transport it yeah because they are so tall and they're on boards which are about an inch yeah wider all the way around so, so they are so wider boards would you say they're about a seven inch cake? yeah i think they're probably seven inches most of them some so, six there's, yeah. a, there's a, the smallest you did a post the other day and the smallest ones they do are four inch um, was it four inch diameter? Oh, five inch. Sorry. How was that? Yeah, the smallest you do is a five inch cake. Is that one? Oh, which really? I thought was quite useful actually, yes. because it's a beautiful kiddie rainbow one. But I feel like the stripes of the rainbow are roughly about as deep as each tier might be when you, yeah. it, when you count them. <laughs> so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's eight. So you might, can I have a slice of that, please? All, all the colours. Yeah, we're discussing how on earth you should doubt them because you yeah. have to like stick a couple of dowels together. Yeah, got she's lots very, of, um... very talented, and her what she's got her own style, which I love. Yeah, and you can tell it's hers. Without having to instantly, yeah. you see these cakes, you will know that it's that it's come from her, won't yeah. you? Yeah. Don't really know how to explain half of them. I mean, they're they're just so works textured, and they are works of art. Um, it looks like she's got shards of chocolate on on the side of some, yeah. um, and, and some there beautiful are a couple flowers of tier as well. So there yeah, are, there are some that are not just single tiers. No, there's a square. There's a square yeah. tool. Crikey, that would be a feat, wouldn't it? Yeah, so um, we're very impressed. Yeah, and, and, and you, how seriously, earth do you deliver these and carry them without yeah. toppling over, falling over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're kind of assuming, well, whether you have a trolley and you just kind of hold on to the top of the. Do they go in a box? What kind of box do you use? I imagine they're cling films. I don't know why. Gosh, but I don't know. No. Oh, let us know because, like, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm in awe of. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Kate Architect, South East London. Yay! She's a local girl. Right, well, <laughs> there's no excuse then. <laughs> You've got to let us know how you do these cakes. Yeah. Because, um, and where you even start, do you have a board in between? Is there, you know, yeah. are, there, are there boards to, to take the weights? I mean, this is, this is all trade secrets now, isn't it? I know. <laughs> I know, but it's um, it's like a need to know. I, I would never want to make something that tall because it would scare the living daylights out of me. And um, you know, is there a, is there a cake scraper that is as tall as that, or what does she use Maybe to get her sides? Mate, <laughs> sorry, just took me back to your boards there yeah. for a minute. <laughs> she too is ingenious and saves all kinds of rubbish. Well, yeah. <laughs> You never know. No. So, yeah, so I would say go and look out for her. She is Ms. underscore sugar underscore plum on Instagram. And um, I think I think you'll be marginally impressed. I think a bit more than marginally. But... Slightly impressed by her. Uh, and feel slightly well. inferior yeah. as a result. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Who's your one to watch then, Erica? Uh, my one to watch this month is Side Surf Cakes. And yeah. this is Natalie Side Surf. Um, she is from Texas in the US of A. Her thing is sculpted cakes. So they tend to be people's heads and they look like real people. Or they tend to be food or they tend to be animals. There's a few cartoon characters um, and a few sort of random inanimate objects like an ASOS bag and yeah <laughs> a whoopee cushion yeah um but there's lots of animals that look like completely real animals like there's a full 3d hair that's like sitting down i've just found that yeah wow. um there's a yoda she's done a dog she's done a some, llama a llama a whale the heads are just out of this world mm. there is I don't know who that is. It says prison like. I'm, oh God, I'm scared of pressing anything on Instagram now because I'm going to end up um, yeah. making things go. She's done one of the guys from BTS, who's a yep. pop group. I've just found him. Uh, she's done one of her own heads, and literally, it looks like a photograph. There's a picture of her holding the cake of her head. Yeah. Do you know what? That is the very first thing that I ever saw of her come through my feed. Yeah. Was her holding the cake in front of her own head? Yeah. And the then, only thing that's different is she's got a different colour lipstick on, which could easily have been resolved. Yeah. 
it's when she's standing with half of it cut out of her head, you know, yeah, half and half. It's, it's just cut out of it. Yeah. Like, it actually looks exactly like her. I wouldn't want to cut it though. No. So her work is fan thinking tested, to be honest. Yes. Her her real stuff is exceptionally real. Yeah. I love her style. So yeah, that's Natalie Sidesurf of Sidesurf Cakes on Instagram. She's Sidesurf Cakes, which is all one word. Fantastic. Right. Next month, we've quite an exciting interview again. I'm so excited we got to speak to her because she would have been like one of my top people that I would have wanted to interview because we had free range of anyone and yeah. she's one of our first guests. So I'm mightily excited that we have Lindy Smith joining us. Yes. Yay. <laughs> she has inspired me since the beginning of when I started. Dawn. continues <laughs> to inspire me and some of the things she discussed blew my mind quite frankly yeah because there were assumptions that i'd made about her which were entirely unfounded and give me lots of hope to be honest yes <laughs> yes we have had a sneaky peek into her new book yes. didn't we which we were lucky it did yes so we're going to be talking about that and how she got into her business and oh how she manages to Do travel it. on yeah. on cruises and now she got that gig because I'm dead jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her book is called One Tier Party Cakes. Get that from her website now. Yeah. Fifteen ninety nine. So. Please don't buy it from Amazon because Amazon take lots of money and she'll get pennies from it. Yeah. Whereas if you buy it direct from her, she'll get. She the gets the money. Of the money. So, and you can have the option of having it signed as well from her. So it's worth doing. So I look forward to that. Oh, are you wanting me to? Uh... I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> I so can't we, find it anyway. You can, can just like free, freestyle this and say, thanks for listening. We hope it's been interesting. We hope it's given you food for thought um, and that we have introduced you to a few new people that you otherwise wouldn't have heard of. Yeah, wouldn't have heard of and yeah. you enjoy their work as much as we do. And if you are in a position to raise profile of people who do not look like you, then please do do it. Yes. And then we will be back on uh, the 11th of November with the lovely Lindy. Mm. So we look forward to that. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.